Hello everybody and welcome to The Lost Chapters. My name is Jacob and I am your host. Uh, this is my very fly co-host, Wade. You know I'm super fly. Lady love it. How's that song go? Uh, I, think, I think you nailed it, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> Hi everybody, my name is Wade. I'm, uh, uh, I'm here. I'm, uh, I'm super fly, apparently. Not as fly as Jacob most amazing well i do uh, ever. oh thank you thank you i'm very uh very amazing you're right very amazing very humble too um but you know i digress i digress <laughs> okay <laughs> so before we get started have a few house announcements um follow us on twitter lost chapters pod interact with us retweet us get the word out just tell somebody about us uh sorry for the weird upload schedule we're trying to get right back on track um so hopefully we should be on track after this one but no promises so yeah we'll figure it out eventually 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 we'll let you know though <laughs> yeah maybe not we'll see Just <laughs> probably not it's okay <laughs> <laughs> well wait are you ready to jump into it oh i think i'm ready to fly right into it oh that was clever that was clever thank you we are going to go all the way back to 1561 Nuremberg. Where's Nuremberg? It was, at the time, a free city in the provenance of the Holy Roman Empire. It is in, uh, I want to say, like Germany or something? It's European. It's European city. Um, okay. I got you. And I, I personally know about the Nuremberg trials, so I want to say it's in Germany, but I'm not 100% certain, so don't quote me on that. But that is where we're at, 1561. That's pretty early. Yes, it was very early. Um, so it's, it's kind of crazy. Very interesting. On a morning in April of 1561, men, women, and children in the city of Nuremberg were able to witness what people may have interpreted it as a UFO battle in the skies over the city. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. We're starting off strong. Yep. So there exists a broadsheet news article, which is like a, it's just a broadsheet. It's like a wooden burn carving, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. And it is a news article printed that tells the story and illustrates what the battle is. I'm going to uh, tell you what the news article said. And I quote, in the morning of April 14th, 1561, at daybreak, between 4 and 5 a.m., and we're going to read through this, then I'll break it down. Okay. Between 4 and 5 a.m., a dreadful apparition occurred on the sun, and this was seen in Nuremberg in the city. Before the gates and in the country by men and women, at first there appeared in the middle of the sun two blood-red semicircular arcs, just like the moon in its last quarter. And in the sun above and below and on both sides the color was blood there stood a round ball of partly dull partly black ferrous color likewise there stood on both sides and as a torus about the sun such blood red ones and other balls in large number about three in a line and four in a square and also some alone in between these globes there were visible a few blood red crosses between which there were blood red strips 
becoming thicker to the rear and in the front malleable, malleable like the rods of reed grass, which were intermingled among them with two big rods, one on the right, the other on the left. And within the small and big rods, there were three, also four, and more globes. These all started to fight amongst themselves so that the globes, which were first in the sun, flew out to the ones standing on both sides. Thereafter, the globes stood outside the sun in the small and large rods flew into the sun. Besides the globes flew black back and forth among themselves and fought vehemently with each other for over an hour. And when the conflict in and out of the sun was most intense, the globes became fatigued to such an extent that they all fell. And as said above, they fell from the sun down to the earth as if they all burned and then they wasted away on the earth with immense smoke. After all this, there was something like a black spear, very long and thick-sided. The shaft pointed to the east, the point to the west. Whatever such signs means, God alone knows. Although we have seen shortly, one after another, many kinds of signs on the heaven, which are sent to us by the Almighty God to bring us to repentance, we still are, unfortunately, so ungrateful that we despise such high signs and miracles of God. Or we speak of them with ridicule and discard them to the wind in order that God may send us a frightening punishment on account of our ungratefulness. After all, the God-fearing will by no means discard these signs, but will take it to heart as a warming of their merciful Father in heaven, will mend their lives and faithfully beg God, that he may avert his wrath, including the well-deserved punishment on us, so that we may temporarily here and perpetually there live as his children, for it may God grant us his help. Amen by Hans Glaser, letter painter of Nuremberg. Oh, all right. That was a lot. Yeah, that, that was, was a lot to take in. <laughs> that was that was a lot. So we got some balls and rods flying around hitting each other. Yeah. Are they yeah, hitting each other? Basically. Um, not like bumper cars. They're firing red lines at each other. So lasers. Pretty much. Okay. And then let me. They, like, there's like there's a very. Yeah. Uh, so viewers at home, of course, this is an audio podcast, but I encourage you to go Google right now, 1561 Nuremberg UFO battle, and there's a picture I'm about to screen share to Wade, that shows. What is going on? So, the picture essentially shows what is a sun and then literally just like globes and rods and red and blue and colors and crosses and circles everywhere interesting okay i wasn't expecting like that big black rod point thing yeah that is um that is the most confusing part because of the the big black spear rod thing yeah no, looks, we don't know what it is. That looks a lot like what I imagined an alien ship to look like. Okay, yeah. More so than And then like here in the, the bottom right. Yeah. Go ahead. No, what is that? Is that smoke? The bottom right, it is smoke. And if you look closely, um, if you look closely, you know, there is like little orbs, I think, crashed on the ground. It's hard to tell because it's uh, very, very small, but... It looks like little orbs crashed on the ground and people witnessing it. That's so fascinating. 
yeah so it, it is a uh, it's a very interesting picture um and it really kind of we're gonna we're gonna evaluate it so okay. that we can kind of break down what we just read into a more digestible portion okay so we're basically we're gonna highlight we're gonna go through the highlights this was written by hans glasser who was a letter painter in nuremberg so his job was making these paintings and basically an early journalist okay so, so kind of reputable source yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll go over that near the end. I, I have some information about him. Okay. <laughs> so he immediately starts the article by saying that this event not only happened, but he gave a specific time, a specific day, and he said that there were other witnesses to this event so that they could testify. Which for me, that's already super interesting because he's like, you know, we talked about it kind of in the last episode. We were like, it's hard to believe people who they're the only ones that can witness it, right? Yeah. So, at this point, he's already saying, hey, go ask people, because I saw it and they did too. But, he then goes into, he starts, he says that there appears two blood red circles in the sun, a round black ball in the sun, which for me means that these, there were just things in front of the sun, right? Mm -hmm. And then on both sides of the sun, there were blood red orbs and other balls in large numbers. So, the claim here is that there are multiple, maybe a lot, of blood red and black orbs in the sky. Basically, UFOs flying in the sky, right? So, there's there's red balls and blue balls? Red and black. But I the, the painting he did... Yeah, the picture has blue. The painting, the picture that he has is blue. But, there's a lot of... Um, in, in the actual transcript he says black um with the same color as the the spear the giant spear okay so i well there goes my theory my theory was they're playing like a game i don't know okay (laughs) that that's not you we'll talk about it because you kind of hit an important nail on the head okay i'll let you keep going so okay he also says that some of these orbs in the sky were grouped up like into threes or a square and some of them were alone. And then here's here's the part you pointed out earlier. There were visible blood red crosses and strips growing in th- thickness like malleable rods of reed grass in between each orb, which you pointed out earlier, like lasers. Like, yeah, like and when he says that there were visible visible blood red crosses and visible blood red strips going back and forth to me it sounds like they're shooting lasers right yeah yeah that makes sense of course you know we've mostly everyone has seen star wars and we all know that the blasters shoot red but yeah you know, I, I actually don't think is there are there any other colors in star wars for blasters yeah there's like green blasters and blue blasters Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen one. I feel like the AT-ATs have like blue blasters or something. I'm pretty sure all the Empire's red. Yeah. But there are different settings. Like they have like the blue like stun. Which I guess is like a blue laser. But anyways, I mean, yeah. Basically, 
what I'm saying is that we can't assume all lasers are red, but even like our standard laser pointer is red, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't claim to be a master on lasers, so I don't know how lasers work or why the standard laser color is red, but kind of assume that it's red. Yeah, I mean that. That's the most obvious color for sure. Like, yeah. evilness. So. <laughs> I, don't I don't know but he does say that to me when he says that there's red lines streaking back and forth I'm like alright shooting lasers at each other and then it's backed up even more whenever he writes I quote this one he said they all started to fight among themselves the globes flew back and forth among themselves and fought vehemently with each other for over an hour so these things are fighting I mean he says straight up says hey yeah they're fighting with each other so yeah, I can imagine they're firing lasers at each other if they're fighting, right? Mm -hmm. So I and then I, that means. Sorry to interrupt, ahead. but I did just confirm there are three colors in Star Wars that are canon: red, blue, and green. Huh. Interesting. I feel like I've seen green, but I don't feel like I've ever seen a blue laser. Um, Kylo Ren stopped a blue laser. Kylo Ren stopped a blue laser. Yeah, you remember when he like. Or stopped that thing. Yeah, but I swear that one was red. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it, so. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, there you go. All the Not good, all lasers are red. All the clones were blue, and then they turned red. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Of course I am. Because when they... Alright, well, listen. We're going to cut that entire part out because I don't want you to be right. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Fine. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, definitely. They're definitely shooting lasers at each other, whether they're red lines or black lines or blue lines or whatever. They're shooting lasers at each other. Okay. <sighs> so maybe they're just playing tag. <laughs> Can't tag hear it. Laser tag. Oh man, <laughs> laser tag. Yeah. I mean, there we have laser tag for fun now. So exactly. What if they are just doing the same thing? <laughs> just a uh, just using Earth as a laser tag playground. Oh, uh, we just dropped a new map, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Nuremberg's fifteen sixty one just dropped. Let's go check it out. <laughs> oh I, man. I am, like, curious about this whole thing, though, because, like, if it's not aliens, what is it? Like, if, if back in that time, what did they have flying around? You know, like, now I could be like, oh, it was just balloons or planes or drones, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, they didn't have... I don't think they had balloons back then or something like that. I'm sure they had paper lanterns and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, I, but that was I more just, like China. Yeah, I just have like no explanation of like what it could be or no thought of like what it could be. Yeah, so we'll get into that a little bit on the theories, but I I pretty much came to the same conclusion when I was writing this. Um, because you're right, it's like there's there's one good explanation, but every other one after that is like, but like how do you explain something flying in the sky 
and shooting red lasers. Like, wh- there is no explanation for that. Yeah. In 1561. Hmm. Okay. Keep going. Sorry to cut you off. No, oh, no, you're good. So, the UFOs reported to fight for over an hour. Uh, that means that the UFOs were just over the city in Nuremberg with people watching them and all because they couldn't do anything but watch, right? It was 1561. Right. <laughs> so, and then uh, the another line we're going to analyze, he says, when the conflict in and out again of the sun was most intense, they became fatigued to such an extent they fell and wasted away on the earth with intense in immense smoke. So, obviously, he says that they became fatigued and fell down. But really, it sounds like they were shot down, right? By other UFOs, burned up, blew up on the ground, and a lot of smoke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, yeah. It's the way it's... Yeah. I I don't feel like we need to explain that one, but yeah, ships don't fatigue. Unless they (laughs) ran out of batteries, but... Yeah, but if they are alive, they could fatigue. If they're not alive, that means someone forgot to fill the ship up before they left. True. Okay. And then the very last line, very last line we're going to focus on is that he says, after all this, there was something like a black spear, very long and thick, sighted the shaft pointed to the east and the point pointed west. This is the one you brought up. I have no clue. I can't analyze this one because I nothing I can think of in 1561 or even really our modern world looks like a giant black spear in the sky does it say how big it was or just like from the picture we're referencing like it just says the reference of the picture it has never yeah from the picture it looks like the size of the eiffel tower on its yeah i mean it looks like it looks huge like it looks big enough to be like like you said it looks like it looks like an Imperial Star Destroyer. Since yeah, we're back on Star Wars. That's what it is. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> yep. It, 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 I don't know. I don't. I can't think of anything that correlates to that. It's like, you know, unless you flip the Eiffel Tower on its side and put it up in the sky, but it's 1561 and you don't have the Eiffel Tower yet. Yeah. And it's also suspended in air. <laughs> Yeah. We don't have yeah. that technology now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't think of anything for this one. Um, but if I were to analyze the entirety of it, leaving that part out, to me it sounds like there were literally star destroyers on both sides of the sun, and they let out small ships consisting of sp- Fears, crosses, globes, and moons, kind of like when they let the TIE fighters out to engage in battle. Like, it yeah. sounds like that's what this sounds like. Yeah, that's um, definitely what it sounds like to me, too. Like, or maybe they're yeah, just I mean, playing they, a game, you know, on yeah. both sides. <laughs> yeah, maybe I it's just like a big, big game of sky football or something. That's what I was saying, you know? Be. 20 on 20. <laughs> Yep. That Star Destroyer is the touchdown. Our Destroyer destroys your touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Pluto to Mercury. <laughs> and then, of course, he ends it with a whole monologue about, is this because we don't believe in God and he's punishing us? Which, I mean, it's 1561 in the Everything Holy Roman Empire. Yeah. 
there's you know allegories for religion were very very popular at the time so that's not a surprise so we're gonna jump into theories wade (laughs) okay what you got for me of course we're gonna start with the simple ones which suck and then we're gonna go to the better ones all right um (laughs) the first one we're gonna talk about is that it didn't happen boo that sucks anyone who says that is not welcome in my home nope but (laughs) i am going to give you a little bit of background on the author hans glasser was of course a wood a news printer he worked in that job that's what he was supposed to do he was a journalist now the thing about him he was a little bit less of a news reporter and more like a tmz reporter oh geez (laughs) he he was known to exaggerate on his paintings a bit okay and take take some liberties with his illustrations now he ended up always being right he always told the truth but he exaggerated the truth uh for instance Uh. he had one report about bearded grapes and he drew grapes with like beards on them and this wasn't entirely false the grapes did have hair on them because they were moldy so they had mold on them and he talked about it as if they were bearded grapes (laughs) he also talked about he drew one where there's just literal fire raining down from the sky it was an aurora which is if it's an orange or a red one that's that's believable right i'd be pretty freaked out if i didn't understand it at the time and he also talked about the sky raining blood which is actually not weird that's very well documented and real thing it's not blood rain but it is like red rain because of the dirt and the stuff mixed in so he did tell the truth in his stories kind of so what was the truth here <laughs> like if the yeah go ahead. the number one thought explained is that it was a meteorological or atmospheric phenomenon like a sun dog A sundog is where there are spheres and lines in specific areas around the sun. But, viewers, I want you to go look at that April 14th, 1561 Nuremberg UFO battle. And then pull up another tab and Google a sundog. Because they look nothing alike at all, actually. Um, I'm going to show Wade what a sundog is real quick. Sundog. Sounds like a sunscreen. That's a sundog. Yeah. I it's mean, it's it's cool, but it's it's not blood red orbs within the sun and no. on you know multiple sides. No, definitely not. It's not what it looks like. No, it's definitely not and you know uh, that could like explain would... like they're like I saw three suns today. Yeah, it's it's like if you look at it, you can be like, "Whoa, there was a there was a circle around the sun, and it was being extracted." Like if you want to exaggerate it, you can be like, "Yeah, three suns or a black hole or something," but not like, "Oh, there were like forty UFOs fighting in the sky." Yeah. So I don't know about that one. I don't believe that one. But I was doing some other research, 
And honestly, I couldn't find a good meteorological or atmospheric phenomenon that actually looked like what was being described. So I don't really know what to think about that. I feel like as a it really doesn't... close meteor shower might be able to explain. A meteor shower, it was, it was 4 to 5 a.m. So it was, you know, the picture shows it as a bright sky, but it was dark. I could see a meteor shower being there. That would be a you know a meteor breaking up and firing a lot of meteors off that that's that could be a good explanation yeah, and that's like pretty much the only one i could believe i don't that doesn't explain the giant black rod in the sky but yeah so <laughs> that one actually we're we're gonna get to the end of it but that never gets explained no one can explain what that is or what was seen as a giant black spear in the sky there is no explanation for it <laughs> Yeah, I can't explain it either. <laughs> so, this next theory is that a year earlier, a book was published, and the book detailed how to use rockets as weapons and at festivals. So, the uh, citizens of Nuremberg could have just been testing rockets out. You know, which is cool, but why why, why report on that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This next one I like a lot. <laughs> Do you know what ergot is? Um, no. Okay, so grains like rye and wheat and stuff like that, grains you use to make bread, of course. If when you're storing them, if you get moisture in whatever place you're storing them on, it can cause mold, which is ergot. Uh, ergot is a fungal disease of rye and other cereals in which black elongated fruiting bodies grow in the ears of the cereal. Eating contaminated food can then result in ergotism. Ergotism causes convulsions, stomach issues, and other things, which can eventually be deadly. But what we're focusing on is that ergot causes another symptom because ergot is used in the making of hallucinogenics. Oh my god. So, the ancient Greeks used ergot-derived compounds as psychoactive drugs for hallucinogens. Oh my goodness. What, did the, the whole other town thing, Wade, get it? <laughs> the other thing, Wade, is that when you have a large buildup of ergot and ergot-produced gases, it can cause an explosion. So, in a nearby town, a silo got infected with ergot, built up enough of those gases, and literally exploded, sending ergotism spores into the sky. It is possible that these spores fell on the city of Nuremberg and infected the town with ergot. That was, what? um, <laughs> this may sound crazy. Yes. The Salem witch trials, that has pretty much all been, uh, debunked as the entire town being undergoing mass psychosis due to ergotism. So it has happened before. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is not a, it's not a common thing. But it is something that can happen. Ergotism will make you see things, and it is possible for it to spread through the air and 
infect an entire town. So it that is possible is that, <laughs> yeah, it's possible that they were all hallucinogenic and saw something that wasn't there. The entire town, or like a good portion, or few people from the town. <laughs> Whoever was up at 4 a.m. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I and like I love that, that theory. <laughs> That's fun. It is. Ergotism is a very, uh, interesting thing because it's just like it's harmless i read a book called the 11th plague and it's like um this this doctor goes crazy and he like vows to vows to get revenge on the earth by introducing the biblical plagues but doing them in a modern way so like he does a whole bunch of stuff like he infects people with tapeworms and it basically it boils down I, I learned i learned i knew about ergotism because he did this exact thing he put ergotism in a silo blew it up and spread it to see hallucinogenic things and that was one of the plagues that he had prepared wow so i, I actually knew about ergotism when i saw that i was like you know that that does exactly what it does <laughs> that is a very interesting theory <laughs> so, so do you think that is more realistic than aliens, though? Here's what I think. We have one more theory, but I'm going to tell you what I think. Okay. I think that if you are seen and infected with a hallucinogenic drug, it's going to be hard to decipher exactly what a meteor shower is. Gotcha. Yeah. So... I think, you know, that's pretty pretty good. But we're, there are some very interesting things. We're going to talk about a little bit more here. Uh, the last theory, of course, is that there was a legit fight over the city in Durenburg. Now, the thing about it, maybe it wasn't as big as reported, okay? Okay. The The picture obviously shows like 40, 40 UFOs fighting. But maybe it was just like two to three UFOs fighting. One got shot down, fell out of... The, out of town and the other two left right makes sense to me but yeah but it's undeniable that something happened over the town in nuremberg it was either an atmospheric phenomenon or a ufo battle or <laughs> everyone was just high as hell <laughs> <laughs> regardless something happens and here's a very interesting thing wade five years later in another town there was also a report of another UFO battle. We'll do an episode over that one too. But not exactly the same, but the same premise. Another town in the Holy Roman Empire witnessed a UFO battle like that. These people need to get off that ergot. <laughs> well, yeah. so another interesting thing is that in Nuremberg, this is not the only thing to happen. Uh, there was also the it was it's a site for many atmospheric phenomenon in which they of course attribute it to being a sign from God. Uh, on Good Friday, 1554, one broadsheet publisher described mock suns that prognostated God's will, wanted confession from different ways. So it was that one could have been a sun dog. He saw multiple suns. Mm -hmm. That's what a sun dog looks like. Uh, and this one is kind of crazy. <laughs> in July, <laughs> there was a sky apparition 
that showed knights fighting each other with fiery swords, warning a coming day of judgment. I don't know that one. You're seeing knights fight each other in the yeah. sky with swords. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they were still high. <laughs> that one feels like they would be high for. <laughs> That's so um, strange. But that same apparition frequently was reported during the Thirty Years' War, the entirety of the Thirty Years. So, multiple other broadsheets exist in the German and Swiss archives, and most of the time, Nuremberg is the focus of the broadsheets. Because for some reason, it seems to be a hotspot for important things happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe that's just because it was a bigger town. And a lot of people lived there, and it was seen as, you know, an important town to the Holy Roman Empire. So, you, if you, you know, if you're, if you're promoting that God is blessing your area, you're going to use your highest city to do that. Yeah, for sure. So. That makes sense. In, in closing, Wade, me personally, I would love it if there was a UFO battle happening. But I also love the fact that I think everyone was just super high and they might have saw a meteor shower. And they I were really like, oh, like oh my god. <laughs> That's just really funny. I it is. <laughs> just an unintentionally super high town witnessed a meteor shower and they're like, oh my god, the aliens. <laughs> That's what I would do. Really I mean, to be fair, yeah. I mean. Oh my god. Oh. Thanks for listening, guys. That's that's where we're going to end it. I think Wade and I both came to the conclusion that everyone's just super high. Uh, but follow us on Twitter at Lost Chapters Pod. Let us know what you think happened. And uh, drop some suggestions for us. Yeah. If y'all have any other fun little, um, little fun suggestions or tidbits or alien encounters, just let us know. That'd be fun to talk about. For sure, we would not mind if you give us permission sharing, you know, a personal encounter. That would that would be awesome. I'd love to do that. Yeah. So. All right, uh, guys. Follow us on Twitter. Thank y'all for listening. We will see you guys next week. <laughs>